ほーれほー Hey guys, welcome to the, well I guess it was last week, no, nope, welcome to the new year, yes is episode 28, bullet, see, I had already started this episode but I had to restart it because someone had to go to the bathroom and wouldn't stop covering it up, um, so, so now we're redoing this, right bullet? Right, hope you guys heard that. Um, so our topic today is responsibility, but don't you start playing with shit now. No, you don't do it. Silly fella. Um, so our topic is responsibility and you know, it can go many ways, but for me, I'm talking about what's my responsibility and our responsibility as people with disabilities to the rest of the cause or the rest of the group um but before i get that i have some things to kind of go into and actually one of them is going to be uh kind of goes in with the responsibility thing and i didn't mean it to um so there's some new tech i would like to buy for the podcast a whole like board um it's called the roadcaster pro google it it's like 600 bucks it's ridiculous it's awesome, and I think I'm going to buy it. Um, and it's kind of like I learned this in Miss Robbins' class: the whole, uh, you know, money burning in a hole in my pocket. And I always, always, uh, always thought, you know, because like when you're a kid, things resonate with you in weird ways. So like when I first heard that, like you, you actually get the idea of like putting money in your pocket. I remember just thinking like my pocket was on fire and there was holes in it, and the money would just fall out. And so, and one of the things I didn't bring up in the father figure episode was that, at least I didn't think I did, so if I repeat myself, I apologize, you do enough of these, you don't remember everything you say, but I don't think I did. Um, you know, every one of those people that I mentioned, uh, you know, benefited me, you know, and some were negative and whatever, but you learn a lot of things from them. Um, but one of the things I didn't learn as far as being a man was, uh, how to take care of my finances. And when I see something like this Roadcaster Pro, I just want to just buy it instantly. Now I can afford it, no problem, but, and that $600 just went in and so on. So so basically it, it just is a wash. I could just pay it off, right? But you have all these other bills, and I have this OCD. I don't want to go below a certain amount, and and I still won't. But I'm just better with my money. You know, if you gave me a thousand dollars years ago, I would just spend it. I'd find a way to spend it that weekend, and it didn't matter what it was. It could just be something stupid, and I would just buy it. <clears throat> so when I first started. When I moved down here and I first started working and I was, I was paying my grandma rent. So I was like, okay, there's a responsibility. Pay your phone, pay your, um, pay your rent. And then, uh, social security, I had to get all that transferred over. Now this is before I got disability. And one of the, one of the, the, what's the term I'm looking for here? Um, well, one of the negative things of having Social Security is, or SSI, is you can only have, and again, this was 
five years ago, but I'm pretty sure it's the same. You can't have more than 2000 in the bank. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's by the next Social Security payment. So on January 1st, you can have 1999 in, but you can't have 2000 or more. And I don't know how, I don't know if they take it out or they do, how, I don't know how they penalize you for it, but they do. Um, so in saying that after a couple paychecks, all of a sudden $2,000 was in there. So I had to keep taking money out and then I got a lot fire lock proof lockbox and just kept putting money in there. And once I got a thousand dollars, I would put a, um, paperclip on there. So I kind of got addicted to seeing the money go up and more and more stacks of thousands of dollars. I was like, okay, I like this, but I also had to do it. Now, you could have said, well, you could have just went and spent it. But I also had to have rent in there. I had to keep paying for groceries. And I had to keep paying for, um, uh, you know, a cell phone and all that nonsense. So in order to do that, you, you have to get better with your money. Um, but I would still buy myself some things here and there. And I was like, oh, okay, I like that. I want that. But I was very careful. Um, you know, like I came up here with maybe two max three pairs of Timberlands I have over 21 pair at least 21 pairs um and that's not including shoes I came up here with maybe 10 pair of shoes and now I have god knows how many but in total boots and shoes is like 60 pairs okay so um but a lot of the crap that I bought like a lot of the shit that I keep buying right now uh is stuff i I bought while having the apartment where I'm paying a much bigger fee, uh, bigger rent than I was paying my grandma. Um, so it's just, I'm making more now and it's helping. And this isn't a brag because I don't, I don't want, I know people are struggling and that's not what this is about. Um, but it's about responsibility. And so then moving here in this apartment, $800, Eight hundred dollars. What the fuck am I talking about? Well, my rent's about eight hundred. Whatever. I don't know why I had to say that, but um, but anyway, my rent is much higher, and I have my cell phone bill, and I have my internet bill, and then I got my little Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max, and all that shit, and just whatever little subscriptions here and there, Apple Music, and all that. But I have to stay on top of all that, and even though I had basically rent but the rent i would just give the grandma in cash i was like here's whatever here's your cash and then each each paycheck and then you know when i started paying the cell phone it was just write a check and and, and send it out so i then when i when i eventually moved in here i didn't i don't know it was kind of like a smooth transition but it wasn't as well like it was just weird but I think I think what helps is that everything is so like the digital world has really changed everything the fact that I don't have to write checks for the most part um I mean my rent check I do and all that but like a lot of these like subscription stuff they all come out of my uh out of my account and I could just go on the you know I go on my bank account app check what's going on, what's going in and out, um, get a credit card. And that's another thing. Like I developed using a credit card and that's where I buy all my shoes with my Apple card. And I, I get a certain amount and then I, I just keep paying it off. And 
you know, there's always some sort of money that I, I owe, but I keep paying it. I'll keep paying off. And my, you know, my credit keeps going up. Um, but I remember when I got my first credit card, it was like 500 bucks. It was just like whatever. Um, and then it went up to a thousand and then I end up like using that to like half on a, on a, on a Mac. And then it's just like, but it was like this big amount staring at me like, shit, I owe a thousand dollars. And then I paid it off. And then I owed another thousand, whatever. I just kept, you know, I tried not to go that far, but eventually just kept going up and going down, up and down, but down. But my credit went, you know, my credit got so much better, which is good. But it takes part of the responsibility that kind of I had to teach myself. It's not that my mom and grandma or certain people around me weren't good at their finances. I just, I don't know. It's not something that ever really came up because, one, I never really lived on my own. Two, I didn't really have much money coming in. I had Social Security and stuff I had. I would just let my mom have it. Um, And so the money that I did end up having, I would always spend it on stuff. Um, So I didn't really have any knowledge of how to take care of myself in, in that way. And so I taught myself that. And some I, I've kind of appreciated. Um, so I say that when I say I want to buy this technology, I could buy it tomorrow. I just I'm trying. I'm I'm I'm, I'm considering it because I don't want to buy it. And then it's like, damn, do I really want this? So I want to do a little more research, go on YouTube and, and look at more videos and, and just I could always take it back. But um, but let chill. Uh, um, he always wants to show off. Um, so yeah, our topic is responsibility, but before I get back to what's the responsibility for me and, and us as people with disabilities, um, I wanted to just give a couple updates, uh, I have a bunch more interviews coming for this year, um, what else, uh, just goals, goals for this year, uh, just podcast goals, essentially, I mean, goals in general, just being a better person and all that, but, uh, yeah, my goals for the year is just trying to, I'd like to get it monetized. I would, uh, I want to continue to find more people, different conditions, um, tackle more topics. One of the topics I'd like to tackle is homelessness, um, uh, child abduction, you know, the child trafficking. I would love to go find something for that. Um, dwarfism, which I believe I have a guy who's going to come on. Um, so that's great. Um... Yeah, I mean, all all disabilities, any disability, even ones I've already covered, and just any experience. Um, yeah, I mean, I have someone coming on for cerebral palsy, and um, she's a great woman. That would make me very sad. Um, what else? I mean, yeah, there's just there's so many topics. And again, I would like to dabble back in addiction, and, and not not literally, but for the for an episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to try to, I'm trying to be more positive this year. I'm going to just continue to put out content. Um, I met a new friend, Raven, great person, and she's going to come on. We're going to talk about work placement and just other stuff. And, um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, I have a lot of good guests coming up and it should be a good year. I mean, cross your fingers, knock on wood, blah, 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 blah. All right. So. I don't want to rant too much this episode. Um, so, responsibility. As far as my responsibility, 
um, is obviously just be super honest. That's all I can be because I can't expect you guys to come on here and interview or be interviewed and spill out what you want, you know, your deep secrets or your, your whatever, whatever you've been through. I can't expect you to do that unless I do it. Um, so, and of course, I've been doing that. And and, and and like people have been coming on and just all been so great and I I learned a lot from from everyone and, and all the others that I have yet to meet and and the others that haven't come on yet but um you know like I said the podcast is kind of taking a transition for all people with disabilities not just the eye department or the just about me or any of that like you'll still get stuff from me. Um, like these single episodes, which is me talking or whatever, you'll get that, but you're also going to get, um, a lot of interviews and just, you know, just different perspectives and, and, and just, you know, whatever, any, any, anything is on the table as long as it's something that's important. That is two things I really don't want to talk about in religion and politics and everything else I don't care about. I mean, uh, everything else I care about, those two things don't give a shit. Um, let's see. So, so my responsibility. So keep it honest and genuine. Um, you know, and one of the things when I say about keeping it honest is that I I reveal a lot of dark secrets and I, I say a lot of things that are going through my head. And, you know, it could scare people can make people go like, wow, I could never admit that, or I could never tell people these things, right? Well, you know, but there's a lot of people that it can relate to. And I'm not telling you all these things because I'm not even that I'm proud or I hate them. You know, I just care about the cause and, and getting us to a better place. And there's a lot of us that aren't honest about our disability. Um, not only about, not only to ourselves, but to other people. Um, there's, I mean, there are plenty of people who have conditions that were celebrities or have some sort of notoriety, motivational speakers that are out in the world that downplay the dis. If you can hear any crunch, I can hear the feedback because I have the headphones in my mic. But if you can hear crunching, that's bullet eating. He uh he takes his food and brings it closer to me. Like he takes it from the kitchen to the living room and just start chewing. Apparently he likes to eat with me. That's his thing. So it's very cute. It's just it's annoying when you have to find it and you're legally blind because you're tired of stepping on food. Luckily it's just hard little little bits. But uh anyway, uh he's an adorable little guy. Um, but yeah, so. A lot of people in our community, quiet phone, um, can be very fraudulent uh, of how they put out to the world what they're going through. I mean, there's a famous YouTuber who downplays their blindness, um, uses it uses it in the titles and and to get certain views, but then. When it comes to kind of when the cameras are on and it one you know when people can see how really how blind she really is, she edits all that out because 
she doesn't want to look bad. You know, and she's not the only one. I've seen other people just whether going to school with them or whatever, um, or out there in the world online, and they don't want to be accepted. In some ways, some of them are more like, oh, I want to just be known as this person. Like I want to be known as TJ, not legally blind TJ. But and that and and I I, I understand that sentiment. I do. But that's also not realistic. And not even that it's not realistic. It's also just idiotic because you can't downplay it. Like, you can't not see it. So how are they supposed to not see it? Um, no matter how hard you try to pretend. Um, and again, of course, it depends on your condition. But it's probably going to be hard to hide to the to general public. Um, and we can't downplay what we have. We have to own it. We have to love who we are. And, you know, I, I, I've said, like, I, I love, I don't want to say I love being disabled because one of my goals for the year is I'd like to find a better word. Because I don't, I'm not, I'm not a word person. I just don't like the word disabled. Um, Bullet, will you stop? Why, why are you being so annoying? Go to sleep. You're, you're always just sleeping and cuddly and now you just get a microphone and you just want to annoy me today. Um... But yeah, so we have to accept it because I, 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 I love, in a way, I love being disabled. I love that I've been through a lot of shit and that I'm still here and I could be one of the voices for us. And, and that I love the journey I've been through regardless of the darkest and, and saddest days. I can still stand and, and feel like, I don't know about a badge of honor, but I have something that I can just be proud of. And it's not something that just goes away like, oh, I, I served one time in the war or whatever. No, I've served every day, not in that way. But, you know, I, I fight every day. And there's never going to be a day I won't have to fight. Um, So, I don't know, like... I ha I ha like I I don't think there's any other choice or there's no other way I could ever downplay what I have even if my eyes got a little better. You know, I've always had this fantasy of like what happens if my eyes got better tomorrow? And I would just think like in the short term, like in the long term it would be great, but in the short term it would be hard. I would probably lose the job I'm at. I would probably lose my disability. Um yeah, just there's gonna be a lot of, and then of course there's all the adapting, and and, and you know Raven and I talked about this where you know losing. I just lost my train of thought. You see, like I don't know if this is age, guys, or I just was dropped on my head at one point when I was a child, and then it's just slowly finally coming to full. Like it, it, it it's all finally. You know, culminating into this. So, oh Jesus, what were Raven and I talking about? Um, damn it! Oh, I hate my head. <laughs> anyway, when it comes to owning your disability and just being honest, not only with yourself but just everyone. 
you have to try to stand as tall as you can and, and just not let anyone... Because the world's going to make you feel ugly. The world's going to make you feel like you're not normal. Because the world... There's a lot of hatred and, and negativity. But the world's not made for us. So we have to create our own world around it. Or within it. And to do that, we have to own it on our... Like, deep down, we have to actually say, look, I am TJ. I am legally blind. This... There's a good chance this will never change. Can you live with what you have right now? And absolutely. Now, it's the unknown is what scares me. The the losing of all of it or, or more of it going. But if this was my life right now, for the rest of my life, I would be okay. I could stand on that. I would still be depressed. I'd still have problems. But I could I could live with it more. It's the unknown that scares a lot of us, especially me. Um, and so I'm always going through different emotions and one of the responsibilities for this podcast is I have to be honest with you guys I can't just come on here and pretend to be super happy because a lot of these people that's what they do they do this happy-go-lucky because they're safe and they can get on big shows and people will give them like oh they're so brave but they don't want to talk about mental health and they don't want to talk about the darkest of days and the saddest of days. They want to talk about the happy stuff. And that's not realistic in our lives. It doesn't mean we don't ever get happy. That doesn't mean we don't ever enjoy life. But a lot of times it's the distractions that really help us get through life. You know, our music, you know, our, our entertainment or our animals, our friends, our family, our lovers, whatever, is what gets us through it. But a lot of times... Life is just not going to be not only fair, but it's never just going to be fun. You know, I don't smile as much as I used to, and I, I know that's bad. But I've also, I'm not as fake as I used to be either. I don't do fake things. I don't have much of a filter. I don't, I try not to be anyone else. I just want to be me. And I, I like me for the most part. But I don't entirely. Um... I mean, there's plenty of days I look in the mirror and I just go, look at that ugly piece of shit. That's not always, but that's how I feel sometimes. Um, there's days where I just, I get in my own head and I tear myself apart. Now, I don't cut myself, I don't hurt myself in any way, at least physically. But mentally, I do plenty of damage. But there are days where I, I, I can look at myself. And I think 2020, and this is something Raven and I did talk about. Where we, you know, I, I told her that 2020 taught me a lot about myself and taught me a lot about the things I should appreciate when it comes to f the family I have, the friends I have, which are family, um, and this podcast and, and just my being able to breathe, my ability to walk, the fact that I have some sight, um, the things I, I need to be grateful for. There's a lot of bad things that are happening, not only last year, but are, are happening right now as we speak and as you listen. And that's that's terrible. So I don't want to come on here and just, you know, and I don't, but I'm looking at it from this episode and just saying like, yeah, I have a responsibility to always give you the real emotion and not just come on here and go, hey guys, I'm so happy. And deep down, I want to slip my throat. Um, And so... 
we have to keep real. I mean, we have to keep it real with ourselves. And you know, we one of the things not only do I need to do, but we need to do as a community, as the disabled community, we need more of us need to speak up. More of us need to try to make change. More of us need to because there's a lot of us that can't. Um, you know, like if you look at the special needs community, like, you know, a lot of the, their family does the speaking for them and they fight for them and they get them in the right programs. And, you know, when they're mistreated or whatever, all hell breaks loose because of, you know, the love that they have for them. And that's awesome. But. And I think a lot of us think that's going to happen for us. And that's not the case because we don't need that. And that there's nothing wrong with them needing that. Because they have certain problems that, you know, they don't have certain affordabilities that we do. And they're a part of our community and, and we should speak up for them too. Um, but we But we also need, like we can't. I, as a legally blind person, can't speak for the blind and, and the visually impaired. I have to speak for the deaf, you know, whatever you want to call them, the crippled, the, the whatever, whatever, whatever it is, you know. Um, you know, it's a lot of disabilities like that we just don't consider or just conditions, things that are people are, their lives are just so much harder because of what their problems and that's why I said I want to talk about dwarfism because or I interview somebody with one because their lives are so much harder than ours like as just like I don't know what they call us but like full-sized people or whatever and I want to know more about them because their, their lives can't be easy because life is made for tall people um and we you know, like I said, we, we have to build a life within this world. And we have, one of the things we don't do and we need to do is support each other. We need to stick together. We cannot just jump and run to our typical corner and just go like, yeah, you know, something will come along or whatever. Like we sit around and complain and we cry and we punch and we do whatever. We get so mad and, and frustrated with life and, and it's valid, but laying in your bed crying is not going to save you is not going to get you anywhere you know if we're going to change people's minds sometimes we just got we got to make a lot of choices that are going to be hard that aren't going to be the easiest choices you may lose some people through it or you, you may you may um you may put a lot at risk to do it but what is your sanity and what is your goal? Like all the things you're trying to accomplish in life. What What is that worth to you? And if I do something well, like if this podcast takes off. And one of the things I, 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 I do appreciate what I do. Is that I'm bringing my friends with me. And I'm making new friends along the way. And I'm bringing them with me because I'm not doing this alone. I don't want to do it alone. I've been alone my whole life. I don't want to do this shit alone. I want every one of you with me. Um, and it doesn't, you don't have to be disabled to come with me, but I, it's a journey. And 
I don't want to be the one person that's like the anomaly where it's like, wow, like, why can't they all do that? I don't want that. I want all of us. Disabled people are awesome people. We can do so much more than we're told and, and what they allow us to do. Because people make, and I said this like in the racial episode where like, it's like whoever gets to the top of the pyramid, they make all the rules. Well, it's the same thing. It's just, this isn't necessarily a race thing. This is a, a able body that is like, okay, I can see 2020. I can hear whatever. I can, I can walk. I can do all the, I'm this height and, and this and that. And I will make everything for me. Don't need extra devices. Don't need certain magnifications or whatever because I'm good. Well, that's not realistic because a lot of people have many different problems. Some people can hide theirs more than others. But a lot of times you hire people that are just not that great of a worker. You're just hiring them because they're an able body. Like, oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, I could drive a forklift. But it's like if you really train a visually impaired person to use a push lift, it's very possible. It's, I've seen it done. There's many ways around everything. It's just do you care enough? And because you see a lot of, and this is a topic I'm going to, me and Raven are going to talk about, and I know I'm talking about a person you have yet to meet or talk to, but she's coming. Um, but this is the topic we're going to talk about when it comes to work, and this will bleed into that episode. But I want, I, I, I just, I want better trained, like we talk about we want better cops, I want all these different things. Yes. But training is part of that problem. Um, and I've, I've been in interviews where people are just like, you know, I love everything you're saying and, and you're, you seem smart and you seem like you have a good head on your shoulders. And, you know, and, it, and then they, they, there's a but, but there's not a but. It's a subliminal but that's coming out of their brain that they're just not saying through their mouth. Um, and you never hear from them again. And I'll tell some stories on that episode but um and so and so we don't have you know and that stuff drains us you know doctor's appointments drain us doctor's appointments drain us um like a lot of interactions we have with people uh, so many things that just hurt us because people are so ignorant to what we go through and they only know what they think they know and you know, because there's stereotypes in every community, and stereotypes a lot of times are right, but it, it some people misconstrue what a stereotype is. Um, you know, because plenty of people will say like, "Oh, you don't look blind," but because you're taking a stereotype of visually impaired person, you're saying a stereotype of visually impaired person has to have a dog or a cane or whatever, and also you're I said I'm visually impaired or legally blind, and you took the last word. Um, it's kind of like when you're a kid, your mom may ask you like, what do you want cookies or cake? And you say cake because cake was the last word you heard. Um, so you hear blind and you put that in big letters and say, ah, you're blind, but then you don't look blind. How can you walk that fast? Or how can you do this and that? It's like, I didn't say I was blind, you know, like just because I'm in a wheelchair doesn't mean I can't walk. It's just harder for me to walk. Um, like, you know, or you could be deaf in one ear. 
doesn't mean you're entirely deaf. Deaf, excuse me. <clears throat> so, <laughs> we have to change the minds of people. Education, and not not even just college, but just educate, like educating people. There's there's not enough of us on the front line going like, hey, it's not that bad being this. And yeah, it's hard, and and it, it, there's a lot of challenges. But you know, we are people. We live our lives. We want to do everything you do. We want to own a place. We want to, uh, we want to have a job, and a lot of us have very, uh, and I'll speak especially for myself. A lot of times when I speak about, like some of my accomplishments, I'll go to people like, "Oh, what do you, what have you accomplished in your, you know, thirty-two years and this and this and this." And one of the things, if I say like, "Oh, I got my own place and and I got a job," they look at you like, "That's an accomplishment." Like, do you have like a do you make six figures and um, and shit like that? No. But I do very well for myself. Especially, and again, doing well for, for, for TJ is not doing well for um, like a nurse or whatever. Like if a nurse made my money, she would have quit. She would have quit a long time ago. It wouldn't be worth it. Um, so it's... It's because we can only strive for so much. And as Angela and I were talking, there's there's a ceiling. And our ceiling is so low. But when we break through it, it's like, wow, you accomplished a shitload, didn't you? Wow, you went, you, you made it through college? It's like, yeah. But the one thing that we, we reflect on ourselves that's not fair is that is an accomplishment. Because these people have it easy. They don't have these disabilities. They don't have people staring at them. They don't need extra equipment. So with um so with when it comes to when I say I have my own place, I pay my own rent, I can take care of myself. I um I've been working for the last six years. That doesn't sound like an accomplishment to the average person. But when you're legally blind and there's only so much you can see and, and, you know, you know, like I said, can't drive. But I always manage to get where I need to get to. Now, again, I also have a lot of good people in my life that help me get to these places. But how do you think I got those people? It's just not just by sitting in my apartment, you know, not interacting. And, and you know, I have to be a certain type of person to uh, get this amount of good people in my life to help me. Um, but if I have to, I'll take the bus, I'll take Uber, I'll take Lyft, um, because that's, like I said, it's just survival, I know how to survive, and, um, so, being a good representation, responsibility, being a good representation of our community means a lot to me, and not being perfect, or not being... Like, intelligence means something to me, but, you know, it could because part of the problem is a lot of times people interview some of us, and people already think we're slow. People already think that we don't have anything to offer, and we're just helpless people. But you know, that is far from the truth. Yes, yeah, some of us have special needs and certain mental uh, incapabilities and whatever, and that's not their fault at all. But... They equate that with all of us. 
and it's like, oh, you're looking close to the paper, so you must be retarded. And I know that might not be a, a correct term in, in today's world, but those are the things I've heard to myself and to others. And it's like, okay, that's what you think. And, and it's so, so frustrating because I, and I also come from Philly, Philadelphia, rough city. And deep down, I just want to slap the shit out of every one of those people. Um, but I also, what if I'm on the clock and I'm working? I don't want to lose my job. I also don't want a lawsuit. And you don't really have much of a case if someone just says like, hey, and some and some things are kind of implied, but you, you can't prove it. You know what they're doing, but you can't prove it. But it's like, oh, I slapped the shit out of somebody because, you know, they talked around me. You know, they talked to my grandma and said, what do you think he would like to order? Yes, this has happened. And I'm in my t- late 20s and they're just like, what do you think he would like to eat? And it's like, hey, hand up. Uh... Yeah, me here, human. I'd like to talk to you. Um, yeah, I'd like your finest pancakes. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm in between calling you horrible names, but I also don't want you to spit on my food. So let's just yeah, let, let's just be nice to each other. Your tip is going very low, by the way, and uh, we will um. You just go get my food, and you just be a little servant, because I I am not going to tolerate you, and I'm just going to hope to God I never get you as a waiter or waitress again, and that happens to a lot of us, because it doesn't, it doesn't matter, like we're treated like children, or you know, we have some sort of special needs, and so being a good representation of us matters, so a lot of these people who interview some people with disabilities, they find one's who are incapable of defending their points or um, speaking? Um, they can speak, but they're you know they're a little off, and that that's like I said, that's I don't mean to be shitty to those people. There, there's nothing wrong with that, but at least for the beginning phase of this, we need the right people speaking because we already looked as that. So when you put one of them up there and you go, hey. Speak for us, and it's it's not, it's it's not the most intelligent conversation. They just look like, oh, see, told you, figures, and that's <laughs> we can't have that. That's not, that's not something that looks good on us. Doesn't mean we can't fight for them because we damn sure need to. They're they're a part of us. They are us. It's just their life may be a little less fortunate, maybe. They spent their whole life inside, and, and they didn't. They didn't, you know they went to summer sc- or summer school. They went. They were homeschooled, and they didn't get proper etiquette or whatever because of life has been so hard on them. So they only know what they know, and 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 or maybe they actually have certain problems that cause that, and that's that's life, and that's un- super super unfortunate. And when we fight, we fight for them, we fight for ourselves and every other disability, any underdog, I guess. So being a good representation means everything. You, you, can't, you can't just represent yourself. You can't just re- represent your condition. That, if that's a start for you, cool. But 
you know, you're, you know, I've seen visually impaired people make fun of blind people. And that's like the biggest hypocrisy. Like you, you have to, if, if, if you can't even support that person, but get out of here, you can like how I can't stand next to you and fight with you. You're not a person, but will you get out of here, please? Because you're, 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 you're becoming a headache today. Get off. Um, sorry, guys. Making noises, I know. Um, but yeah, so y- you need to... Like, every move counts right now. Get out of here, man. I swear you're a little pest today. And I don't like he. I know he missed me. He always gets happy when I get home, but now he's not even like paying attention to me. He's just going off and playing with everything, because he knows I'm I'm doing a podcast and he likes to interrupt and everything. So we're gonna have a talk, little fella. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, you can't. You have to. Everything has to be calculated. And. You know, you see somebody who's going through something, be nice, man. Like, if you can see somebody with a walker or whatever, like, give a shit. That's another episode I want to do. I want to do something on with, for the elderly. Um, because they're another forgotten group. And they have tons of experience, but also knowledge and trauma. And so we have to take care of them, too. And, like, with, so... As a group, like, what is our responsibility as a whole? Not just me. We have to stick together. You know, we have to find others like us. And and make a difference. Because, like, if some of us who are a little more fortunate than others, um, be there for them. You know, inspire them. Because some of these people who are less fortunate than us, maybe let's just say it's financially or whatever, their disability is a little harsher and... and prevents them from doing some of the things you can do like i can walk there's i'm very fortunate for that there's people who can who cannot get out of their chair their bed whatever you know you guys heard rob's episode he's trying his ass off and and i'm so proud of him and, and, and things are just working for him but he's even fortunate because not everyone's body comes back even even on the amount that it has for him there are people who can't walk period and I'm fortunate I can walk. So if there's someone in a wheelchair, you know, hold the goddamn door for them. You know, like, don't, don't, like, we have to be better people. Not, not, and again, not just the people with some sort of ailment or whatever, but, you know, you see an old lady, open the door for her, man. Hold it, you know, do, do something nice. See a homeless guy, throw him a dollar. Like, yeah, maybe he'll go buy booze, but you know what? Whatever. That booze may get him through his problems. Yes, may it may not. It may not get him another home. You know, it may not fix his... I don't know. But you know, we all have shit we're dealing with. And we deal with it in different ways. I don't agree with all of everyone's choices. But you know what? They're not my choices. We only get one life. And not only do we get... Like, we only get one opportunity in our life. But we only get one life. We don't get to share... We don't get to, like, control other people's lives. People try that. But we don't. And so I know I'm rambling, but so, you know, start by just helping another person. You see someone who's less fortunate than you, help them 
because you may be able to inspire them to start speaking or doing something that they're passionate about that everyone has told them they can't do. You know, like we, ha you know, we have limitations, but we have way fewer limitations than what people um, put on us. So, like, one of my limitations is, is driving, right? But I've also told that I'll never be able to work or, you know, probably live on my own and all these other things. Well, I proved all the other ones wrong. I just can't fucking drive. So, if I can prove all, if I can, if I can make as few amount of limitations as possible. But, if, well, at first I have to believe it. And in order to do that. You need good people around you that can constantly push you. You need the right amount of love and tough love. And you get that right amount of balance and then you continue to work at yourself. Keep fixing yourself. Don't ever, just because you're better than what people are telling you doesn't mean you're perfect or, or you know, you, you still can't ever think you're good enough for you. Like you have to keep striving for for greatness for for perfection even if you're never going to come close so if you're in a, a better place than someone else you may be the reason or at least a, a small tidbit of a reason why they push further and you know we don't have enough of us doing the right thing we have some good people out here Take me out of it. I'm I'm just getting started with this. I mean, I've done little things over over time and and all, but this is where I'm really fired up about getting, you know, getting this podcast and, and just getting my voice out there and getting other people's voices out there so we can become a more united group. You know, I'm thinking about starting my own Facebook group and then having all these people that are, um that I've been interviewing and they all can come in and they all have stuff they want to support or uh, promote. <clears throat> and then, uh, you know, it'll just be a group for, for people with disabilities who support each other. <clears throat> and I am, and that's, that, that's all. I just want a community where we all feel like we fit in and we all matter. Um, I don't care about whatever part or whatever of you is broken or damaged. I just accept each other. Um, that's all you can do, you know. Try to learn from each other. Never think you're better than the other person because maybe you're a little more able than the other person. Because, again, that's a lot where what happens. Sometimes people have a certain condition, but it's more passable and it's a little more safe where someone can be so friendly and they can look a little more uh, normal, I guess, if you want to call it. And then people will treat them differently. And then they feel like, oh, you know, there are people who have conditions that think they're better than other people because they got some sort of status. And they broke through, completely broke through their ceiling. And they snuck through the cracks. And now... Instead of bringing us with them, instead of constantly giving back and, you know, uplifting others like us, they think they're one of the normal people or whatever, the able bodies or whatever. And so they, they placate to them to seem, you know, 
to, to ha- they want to keep that status and in order to keep that status and to feel like you're accepted by those people even though they're not it's just they're a little more accepted um they not only downplay what their problems are but they also shun a lot of us away and it's like oh yeah like i'm not one of them and that's that like that's it like there's there's famous people that have that are blind or or you know have conditions you just you forget that they have those conditions half the time because they have some sort of talent and people don't really recognize them as that because they don't do anything for us do they have to no but i mean i'm i'm speaking to the people that are tired of, of taking the world shit and tired of um crying and tired of wanting to die and, and, and all that and if you want you want some sort of freedom and you want some sort of you know safe haven you know first you have to take the onus on yourself and what are all the problems that you are bringing upon yourself and and seeing what cuz not everything life throws at you is unfair some things seem unfair because there's so much unfairness that have been brought upon you but if you if you really look through and decipher what's there, some of it is just you're causing more of the problem. You know, it's like if you're depressed and you just start like finding other things that happen in your life that were sad too, even though it's not something you're bothered by. It's like you're depressed because your girlfriend broke up and then you go like, oh, my dad doesn't love me too. And it's like, where the fuck did that go? Where, what? And you just, it just, you just pile on and to the point where you just want to throw yourself at a window and um so you need to get tired you don't want to reach a breaking point it's a breaking point i mean no there's there's two breaking points there's the breaking point that where you want to end everything or do something idiotic or it's the breaking point of just all right i'm not taking no more shit i'm done i am changing this for the good um maybe you're overweight and just like look i want to lose weight I'm tired of people making fun. I'm tired of people staring at me. I'm tired of just, I'm tired of hating myself. I need to do something. Um, you know, and we can do that. Um, and that doesn't mean, like, I still, like I said, being honest with you guys is all I can be. So, me still telling you that I have all this self-reflection of hatred towards myself not I mean I don't hate myself but I I, I have certain things where I just dislike I feel like I, I could be a little more be a little less social socially awkward and um I could be friendlier and whatever funnier or whatever the hell it is um but my pain just um it's like a I'm just polluted it, it's you know I'm flooded with all this darkness sometimes um, and it's better, but I know I'm still far from where I want to be, um, and I, I need to just keep trying, and every time I get knocked off the horse, the metaphorical horsey, you just got to keep getting up, um, and again, it's easier for some of us, and some people are far from their, from far from getting up, but first, think first look at others and that's why i said we some we also have to be better examples for others um you know most disabled people know other disabled people because we want to find others like us we want to know that we're not the only ones out here and in order to do that we just have to 
search. We need to seek and, and like, oh, hey, so-and-so, like, you know, I'm also like you, and I also go through this, but this and this, I don't have this problem, and, you know, this part of my life is harder than yours, but this part of my life is easier, and you just, you know, we all don't want to be alone, and sometimes going through life is just trying not to be lonely, so, you know, I don't know, guys, I don't, I don't want to ramble much more, but like I said, if you're someone who's going through something, even if you don't have a disability, just if you're going through some mental health issues or you're just, you know, whatever discrimination you're going through or, or whatever, but you, you, if you have some, if you're fortunate in certain ways, you know, just love those people. Like, find those other people like you and, and you know, create your own little space and just push back against the world and just say, like, no, man. We're not like this. We are different. But different is not an insult. That's another thing. Like, stop letting these people run space in your head and, and, and insult you. Yeah, I, I'm, my eyes are broken. But guess what? Doesn't mean I'm not a good person. Doesn't mean I don't belong in this world. Even when I don't feel like I do. I've always joked and said, like, if there was, like, a rocket ship and, and they said... We're taking, you know, the first million people to the next planet and you just, you have to stay there. I, I, I would sign up because I, I, I hate, I, I hate a lot what people become and, and the rules and the things that have been put in place for us and the restrictions that keep us from prospering and, and getting along and being united. Um, so yeah, guys, um, sorry if I rambled too much just something that was on my mind um and i don't know maybe maybe i'm not the greatest representation of of, of people who are disabled i don't know it's, i guess it's up to interpretation but i try to be i never claim to be perfect or or anything i just i'm just trying to be a better person every day every year and I didn't, I wasn't too bad of a person in 2020, but I'm sure I could look back and say I did this wrong or said that to that person or whatever, but, you know, so it's, we're human, so we, we, we all make mistakes. Um, so yeah, guys, um, next week will be another interview. I'm not sure exactly who, I think I know who, but I don't want to say it and then someone else. Um, so yeah, guys, I hope everyone has a good 2021 I not gonna promise you anything and just try to be as nice as you can to others and be more accepting and you know I I think we're gonna get a lot of evil this year too and so be it but you still gotta be who you are so don't change for anyone else and um yeah love y'all guys I, I I hope to uh Hope to keep this going and, and continue to build a bigger community for us. Just be part of it anyway. So, yeah, guys, I'll see you guys on the next one. And, um, yeah, to next time. Bye-bye.